0: I'm Debbie, and I'm Allison, and we're the, the Poltergals. Spooky. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about the early settlement at Jamestown. Hi, I'm Debbie. Hi, I'm Allison. And we're the, the Poltergals. Gals. Get ready for a week of finding all about uh, early settlement um, and some of the spooky stuff that happens there.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Now, let's jump into some history. All right. So, Jamestown might be a little bit after Thanksgiving, but, you know, we'll get do it anyway.
0: We thought it was kind of thematic. Pilgrims, early English settlements, you know. What more do you mm. want?
1: got of fit it all in. Mm-hmm. So, Jamestown was founded on May 14th in 1607 by a group of artisans, soldiers, and craftsmen craftsmen, led by the famous explorer Captain John Smith. John Smith,
0: the most basic white name
1: ever. Always. Have, have we not been over this? Everything's basic at
0: this point? I know. Well, this is the base of America, so it is, in fact, basic. Basic. <laughs> Well, glad we got that one sorted out early on.
1: Uh, John Smith hailed from Willoughby. Willoughby, England.
0: Willoughby, England.
1: See, I like how I don't even attempt big words anymore.
0: You're, it, I know. You're just like, mm, Debbie will say it. It's <laughs> fine. You're like, I'll just pause dramatically and then insert Debbie voice here. <laughs> That's so bad. It works, you know? So bad. Will it be? Will it? Will it be? England?
1: We've only had two or three episodes of me struggling. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it.
0: We're here, back to the, We got each other's backs. Where? <laughs>
1: Yikes! Yikes! Is it with the skeletons? where I, I got know your it's like back. holding the back, <laughs> or like it's like the stick figure drawings where it's like, Ooh, got your back. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> before establishing Jamestown, he fought in many wars. Uh, During the Great Dutch Revolt, for instance, he joined his fellow Protestants against the... Regime. Regime. Solid.
0: That's French. (laughs) Is that part of you Francais? Well,
1: it's a good thing I'm not French.
0: (laughs) Okay, but you're Hispanic and you don't even speak Spanish, so... (laughs) Solid point, solid point. You okay. know what?
1: You have a point there. <laughs> that's why I look at everybody
0: crazy when they start speaking Spanish to me. I know very little Spanish. I know very little French. I know a little bit of German. I'm like I know like, little bits and pieces, little little snacks from each language. Is, you know? Is that what you're gobbling? Yeah, I'm gobbling. No, <laughs> gobbling. Not not your last school, but that's what <laughs> <laughs> I'm gobbling. Little language bites. Yum yum. My Duolingo account. Don't come after me, Duolingo. (laughs) Please sponsor this episode. I'm going to reach out to you on TikTok, Duolingo, and you better sponsor us so we know how to pronounce these names. Um, I would love that. I'm going to reach out to them right now for a sponsorship. okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, Protestants against the regime. Of the Roman
1: Catholic King Philip II of Spain. España. It is (laughs) spain. The irony of uh, speaking Spanish. España. (laughs) During the long Turkish War, he led Austrians against the Turks. Battles took him throughout Europe and northern Africa. And then on December 20th of 1606, Smith was sent by the Virginia Company to the New World. They were instructed to, in parentheses, colonize
0: colonize Virginia Virginia for profit.
1: profit. Uh, Thanks to Smith's good leadership, the colony managed to survive, Uh, despite hardships including disease, famine, and Native American attacks. The winter of 1609 was especially tough. Known as the Starving Time, two of every three colonists of James Fort had passed. Uh, By the mid-1600s, the fort could no longer support Jamestown's rapid-growing population, and in 19... not 19... Too early. <laughs> too early.
0: Too, too early. Too late. Go back in time.
1: <laughs> Got to go back further. In 1699, the colony's capital was moved to Williamsburg, and much of Jamestown was abandoned. And what was left was divided into two separate sexi- sections, which were purchased by two affluent, affluent, affluent. You're correct. Affluent.
0: Affluent families.
1: Yay. <laughs> The Travises and then the Ambler's, despite the decline of the town, the Ambler's managed to make themselves very comfortable, whether it was through marriage or inheritance. They acquired many tracts of land, and by the early 19th centuries, the Ambler's controlled most of the island's western end. Wow. And so this this really dives deep at this point of... What happened? Uh, Richard Ambler was the first to arrive in Virginia. He emigrated to the colony from England in 1716 and made made Yorktown his home. Uh, He drastically improved his status and wealth by marrying Elizabeth Jacqueline, who was an heiress to a large piece of land in Jamestown. From that point on, they quickly expanded both their domain and influence. And by the mid 1700s, Richard was in charge of inspecting and certifying ferries, which sold, which sailed from to and from the New York River.
0: I was like, ferries, cute. And then I was like, oh, I forgot that's the thing that boats boat, are called. Boat ferries, yeah. not fairy ferries, <laughs> not Tinkerbell. I was like, I was like, ooh, fairies. No. Now we get to talk about ghosts and fairies? Oh, no. no, no Tinkerbell Got my hopes up just a little bit. I've been reading too much YA fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Black, I'm calling you out right now. No. I love your books no, so much. those kind of fairies. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, dang. We'll have to no. have, we can do a, <laughs> we'll do a fiction, <laughs> a YA fan fiction reading <laughs> Oh, no. Nope. We're just talking
1: about boats. Just boats. And then Richard passed away in 60, 1766, and at that point, his sons took over. Uh, Richard divided Yorktown and Jamestown, Jamestown between his three sons. Uh, John died shortly after Richard, and his holdings were given to Edward, who was the oldest. And Edward graduated from college and was Cambridge a prominent U-
0: university. From where Cambridge University? an Ivy League school. Is it? You know, if we went to Cambridge, like, we'd be able to, like, speak words properly, probably.
1: I feel like if you go to (laughs) any Ivy League school, you should be able to speak words properly, but...
0: Hashtag Texas Tech graduate, Red Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) I have a... You know, I always joke, guys. I literally have a degree in communications. So I always say, I got a degree in communications. (laughs) I communicate real good. (laughs) <laughs> do you though? Do I? I have a degree in it. I have a degree, in <laughs> just degree in communications. So you know what? Maybe i'm real good. It's I took like the
1: I, equivalent I, of my degree <laughs> in theater. You should. You would think I would know how to speak well, but project. I don't know how to do that either. I don't know how to s-
0: whispers into microphone. I
1: don't know how to do that.
0: I'm so sorry. Please <laughs> forgive me.
1: You would think reading big words and speaking would be my thing.
0: Nope. No. Not here. Not on the show. Maybe on a different show, but not this one. I don't have another show. <laughs> well, <laughs> unlike
1: somebody over here. Listen, miss like 20,000 shows, um I
0: get paid to talk. And oh. if you want to pay me, I get to talk.
1: Okay. <laughs> miss on-air
0: personality. Shut up. <laughs> I just do it for fun. <laughs> girls just want to have fun <gasps> ghosts just want to have fun <gasps> ghouls just want to have fun oh, no! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay
1: Are you gonna start singing? no okay. ghouls just want to oh. have
0: fun Ooh, <laughs> girls just want to have all they really want just want ghouls just want to have fun we're gonna get canceled i know are we going to get copyright? I don't think that was anywhere good enough for us to get copyrights right. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> solid. Solid. So. Oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <I> distracted
1: <you>. here. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, see. Oh, Edward graduated from Cambridge and was a prominent citizen uh, of affairs both in the church and state. Like John, he served on the Virginia House of Burgesses.
0: Burgesses, Burgesses, the That's House of one. Burgers. Yummy. The House of Burgesses. That sounds delightful.
1: Uh, his wife was Mary Carey, and her father was esteemed Colonel Wilson Carey, a county lieutenant. Look at her go! Wow.
0: Beautiful, beautiful Mary Carey. Don't wait. Isn't Murray Curry like a bad thing? Like, isn't that called something? I don't know. Hold on. Doing a Google search. This is time for Debbie's Google search of episode Murray Curry. Oh, that's the girl that, uh, the lady that invented radio. That was a radioactive lady. What? The radioactive lady. She was uh, a Polish Wait. naturalized French physicist and chemist who conducted pioneering research on radioactivity. So not... She died of a radio... Act like.
1: So like not the song <laughs> Radioactive.
0: No. Radioactive, radioactive. No?
1: Oh, okay. Disappointing. That's where my head was going. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and dreams... To of 1606, King James granted a charter to a group of London entrepreneurs and to establish an English settlement in Chesapeake region of North America. Mm-hmm. And in December of that year, 104 sailed from London with instructions to build a secure settlement and find gold and seek a water route. Sneak the
0: there was no gold. Was there ever? It's just like the whole <laughs> gold rush. <laughs> okay, that's later in history. We're talking early days, ma'am. So sorry. We're on a timeline here. So Time sorry. is a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Time was nothing but invented by the humans. Is time really in existence? You know space was just a mate. Oh, <laughs> hold on. You know space was just a word made up by someone who's afraid to get too close? Oh. I'm stealing them. Those are all songs. <laughs> also, the first quote was from Dr. Who. <laughs> it's fine. So disappointing. <laughs> so disappointing. Don't be disappointed.
1: Okay. Uh, the traditional telling of early Jamestown history portrayed these pioneers as ill-suited for the task. Uh, 20 years of archaeological... Archaeological... <laughs> that word uh-huh too many words too uh-huh. many words too many letters uh-huh.
0: listen ma'am you overwrite those scripts you can change the words to easier words <laughs> i'm laughing so hard <laughs> i'm coughing listen i
1: struggle okay it's what struggle like blessing? it's like archaeological what's a smaller, easy the that one thing that finds other research of, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. When you dig in the ground and find things. The people that dig in the grounds that and word. find history stuff. Um, that just makes it sound stupid. Well, there you go. Describes me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Captain.
0: Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Gartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew Gosnold and
1: many of the artisans (laughs) (laughs) and craftsmen and laborers who accompanied the gentlemen made every effort to build a successful colony. And then on May 14th of 1607, settlers landed on Jamestown Island to establish an English colony 60 miles from the mouth of Chesapeake Bay the discuss- discovery of the exact location of the first fort indicates its site was sec- a in a secure place where Spanish ships could not fire point blank into the fort. Look at them go. There you go. And then, but disease, famine, and attacks from neighboring Powhatan Indians. Pahawton,
0: whatever Indian. Powhatan? Powhatan, yeah. We're was- white, so we're probably singing wrong no matter what. Well, I'm most- right. Well, you count as white. <laughs>
1: I do. I'm a coconut. I'm a coconut. I'm a white thing. on
0: the outside, but white on the inside?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I'm gonna, cook. I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> That's
1: what I am. <laughs> the <laughs> more just, you know. I'm just a white person that tans very beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, those Powhatans, those natives, took a tremendous toll on the population of the settlement. There were times when trade. With these natives, revive the colony with food and glass, beads, copper, and iron implements.
0: Implements. That means tools. Fancy words, Allison. (laughs) You know know what? Implements. That's too much.
1: I Google a lot. (laughs) I don't want to have to Google more. Google more. We need more research. Can we just get Google to sit next to us and talk?
0: You know, anytime you just say a word, we'll just insert, like, the Google voice saying it, like, correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. There you go.
1: Well, Captain John Smith, (laughs) unlike me, was particularly good at this. Mm -hmm. Trading. Probably speaking, too. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. His strict leadership made enemies within and with... Within and without the fort and a, aids
0: out of the fort.
1: And oh and gunpowder explosion badly injured him. Oh no. And sent him back to England in sixteen oh nine. Oh dang. Poor him. Born John Smith. Is that not what happened in Pocahontas though? You know
0: what? Listen, Pocahontas was a fourteen year old girl. John Smith was a grown adult. This is historically inaccurate, but Disney likes to romanticize stories that are often about indigenous people, low income people, minorities,
1: yeah. and all of the
0: above. You're right. Good yeah. job, Disney.
1: Well, what else is history without it being inaccurately told?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what followed Jamestown's Darkest Hours? Of winter of 1609 to 10, 300 settlers crowded into James Fort when the Indians set up a siege. And only 60 uh, yeah, 60 settlers survived to the next spring. And those survivors decided to bury the fort's ordinance and abandon the town. It was only the arrival of the new governor, Lord de la War,
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Lord and de la War. Wow. Hmm. What were we talking about? Uh, nominative determinism? When your name determines what you are. Oh yeah. There you go. Look at
1: that. Lord de la War. <laughs> and this supplies ships that brought the colonists back to the fort and set colony back on its feet. Wow. And it took some years of peace and prosperity followed. Then 16 Fourteen Wedding of Pocahontas.
0: Pocahontas. Oh, look
1: at her, the f- favorite daughter of Chief Powhatan to Tobacco Governor
0: John Rolfe. Yeah, Rolfe. So it wasn't actually John Smith. Again, how Disney dare got they? their facts a little wrong? How dare they! <laughs> I need the right John. I know there were just too many Johns back in the day, so Disney's like, "We'll just pick a John." Listen, you might as well just name him John Doe. Oh, there you go. <laughs> There you go, John Doe. Oh. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it.
1: That even rhymed in itself. Mm-hmm. Where could you go? I'm a beautiful. professional. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, the first representation assembly in the English North America combined in the Jamestown Church on July 30th, 1619. And this w- was met in the response to orders from the Virginia Company to establish one equal and uniform government over all Virginia and provide just laws for a, the happy guiding and governing of the people they're inhabiting.
0: Wow. That was a whole lot of word. Oh, it's, no. And now it gets bad again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few weeks
1: later came the first arrival of Africans to Jamestown, marking the beginning of de facto slavery in the colony.
0: Yay. No. No.
1: Sad. So sad. Oop. And after Chief Powhatan's death, his brother took leadership of the Indians of Eastern Virginia and in 1622 ordered a surprise attack on the English tobacco farms and settlements. More than 300 settlers were killed. A last minute a last minute warning spared James Fort itself. But the attack on the colony and the continuing management by the Virginia, Virginia became a crown colony in 1624. How beautiful. Wow. And then other than the ghosties, mm-hmm. you know. Tidewater offers scenic views and interesting natural features. Many are very important to American history. How beautiful. Wow. The Great Dismissal Swamp, for instance, was where escaped African-American slaves sought refuge during the 1700s. The Chesapeake Bay Bay was the site for a pivotal Revolutionary War battle during the mixed Franco-American force, which successfully defeated the British Navy. Then there is the famous James River, along which the first European colony established.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, that's a little bit about the history. Um, that yeah. has a whole lot about the history. That's a lot. So now we know about early civilization um, here in the Americas. And as you guys know, what slowly comes after this. Um, so this was early 1600s till about the end of 1600s and then um, going into the 1700s. And as we know, in late 1700s, us Americans were tired of being a crown colony. So we said, <laughs> deuces, Britain. We're going to have a war. (laughs) And then we became America. 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 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting
1: to your happy place for a happy
0: price go to your happy price price line all right so now I'm going to talk about a little bit of the huntings and ghost sightings and I'm going to kind of talk about the general area so there's a lot of stuff going on okay ready yeah <clears throat> so this is an area specifically known as the haunted triangle um, of Williamsburg Yorktown and Jamestown um, one of the most common ghosts is Lady Lydia Ambler, who, as you mentioned earlier, is part of that Ambler family. Mm-hmm. Um, her spirit continues to haunt Jamestown. Her affluent family is connected to much of Virginia's origins and several famous historical figures. Um, due to her family and their lineage with the land, it is said that her spirit is um, said to remain there. Um, and she still looks after it, even after her all of her family's death. Oh, no. Lydia has actually been seen on rainy or foggy nights as she walks alone or stands beside the road searching for help or a way to get back home. Um, The legend of Lydia is based on sightings and stories from over the past 70 or more years of a young woman in white as she stands by the road attempting to flag down passing motorists for help. For help. (laughs) The ghost is believed to be that of a young woman who died tragically at the bridge many, many years ago. Local lore tells of the first sightings of Lydia around 1924. Um, North Carolina folklorist Nancy Roberts included the account of an eerie sighting of a woman near the bridge in 1959. Um, Back then, the bridge over Highway 70 nearby, and although since abandoned, it was uh, within view of the present-day railroad bridge over Main Street. Uh, Hardison claimed to see a girl dressed in a white gown. She signaled for a man to stop and asked to help her get to High Point. Um, He drove her home, and then when he went to get out of the car, she had just completely vanished in thin air. And he just looked over and was like, uh, I just gave this girl a ride home, and now she's gone? Interesting. Interesting. Um, and then he knocked on the door of the house and asked if the girl was there only to have learned from her mother that she'd been killed in a car accident at a nearby overpass a year before. Oh no. Yeah. So that's terrifying. One of the most terrifying things. And I've actually heard this story before. Oh, you have? Yes. Um, now that I read through it, I was like, Oh my God, this is terrifying. Um, I can't remember where, where did I see it? I know that I like, watched it, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, and basically she'd already been dead. Um, there have been many attempts to match records and evidence with a real person named Lydia, but none have turned up um, any conclusive proof of like a young woman by that name who may have died in an automobile accident during that 1920 <laughs> period. Um, in recent times, two local researchers who have been chasing the Lydia legend for many years are Amy Greer and Michael Rinegard. Um, they actually came upon an article in the Greensboro Patriot from June 21st, 1920, that reported the tragic death of a young woman named Annie Jackson who'd been killed on High Point Road. Oh, God. There you go. So they're saying that might be it. Um, and High Point Road is about three miles from High Point and close to the location of both bridges. Um, in that terrifying. account, when the driver lost control of the vehicle, Annie was thrown from the car. The article note noted that the road was wet and the car turned turtle, um, which might be the origin of the ghost legend. Um, the story and ghost of Lydia is actually part of a cultural myth known as the vanishing hitchhiker. That's terrifying. And that is very common to see in that area. So, And uh, the state of Virginia is actually divided into five physical regions. Um, the area known as Tidewater or the Coastal Plain. Um, it's definitely the most paranormally active area in the United States. So if you watch all the ghost avenger shows, ghost hunters, anything, a lot of it takes place in this area, and especially where early settlements were, um, because of all the, first off, all the history that happens, first of all the history that happened there, um, along with all of the, like, you know, just the region itself. Um, mm-hmm. Unsurprisingly, in this little area is where the Colonel Williamsburg is located. Um, so that causes a lot of that paranormal activity um richard cornish and the last time he got involved um so richard cornish was a gay man in the early 1600s um and he actually was executed for his crime Ooh. um this was in jamestown in 1624 and his case was the first ever recorded sodomy persecution in the american history Yikes. um it's so a little bit of gay history there and it's really sad and terrible mm. Um, so again, um, it said that his ghost is still said to be wandering, um, and you know, maybe now he's got to have a little bit of peace. Um, Hope so. Thank you, but I, uh, you know, it's still said that due to that he is around. Um, Jamestown is where the English established their first permanent settlement, of course. Um, it's a strange place, one where the dark corners of our national heritage are illuminated and where nowhere else is. It's the spot where American history brushes up against the Middle Ages, where archaeologists now excavating the fort and settlers built there dig up rusted armor and broad stores. So as you can see here, even though um, that it was all the way back from sixteen oh seven, they're still finding, you know, elements today of what our early <coughs> history was. Oh my god, I'm trying to talk here. Okay. I even have a cup drop. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so, so much things have been found. The armor, broadswords, and all kinds of history from these early days. Um, so as you can imagine, there's a lot of activity that happens here around that history. Um, so two of the other things are the Haunted Goal and Hangman's Road. Oh. Um, those are two of the most haunted areas. Um, from the earliest days of the colony up to the early part of the 20th century, the building housed uh, the area's criminal element, including the worst of the worst, whose penalty was death by hanging. In colonial times, jailers would transport those prisoners by wagons to the gallows. So hangman's road was literally the road the men going to be hanged would travel upon their yes. death. Um. So... The wheels of the wagon of death would be heard creaking up Nicholson Street to take the prisoners to the gallows. Those who rode sat in their own coffins in this mile-long ride. People gathered around the gallows for those hangings events, and it was considered entertainment back in those days. Um, Since those days, the sounds of those carriage rides have haunted locals and visitors alike. In 1985, a guest at the Coke Barrett House um, told about how he awoke to the wagon wheels creaking. Oh, no and the sound of a whip. Terrifying. He even heard a voice urging the horses on going down the road. He got out of bed to stand at the window, but he found that there was nothing actually on the street. Yikes. Yes. Ooh. So that is one of the most terrifying places. Um, And then several years later... Um, one of the employees in the carpenter's yard heard the same thing. And when he rushed out to see who could be mistreating an animal, he arrived to an empty street and th- this guy was just going out there. Cause he, th- he could hear them urging on the horses and whipping. And he was like, who's doing that? No, thanks. It was a ghost. <laughs> um, and then a woman visitor came to the Capitol landing road and Wh- Hangman's road, uh, complained about being woken to the sounds of people cheering And of hoarse whining, Um, upset at the early morning disruption, she walked to the window angry, found the the yard completely empty. Oh, no. Mm hmm. So um, one of the other big things in um, now Yorktown, which is, you know, part Mm -hmm. of Jamestown, um, is the main street. Um, And there's the Nelson House. So, built in 1730 by Thomas Nelson for his wife and his three children, and restored to its colonial appearance by the National Park Services in the late 20th century, this three-story home on Main Street is to be one of the most haunted structures in Yorktown. During the war between the states, it was used as a hospital for wounded wounded soldiers, rebel and Yankee alike. So, filled to the brim with the wounded, the odors of decaying flesh made it difficult to breathe, and the windows were often kept open. The... Third floor held the most critically wounded, so no doubt many died, and not piss, and peacefully, <laughs> <laughs> and not peacefully in their sleep. Um, that third floor is one of the most haunted places um, in that building, and there have been reports of numerous sightings of ghosts and other spookening hap- spookening happenings. Spookening, the spookening. Oh no, the spookening over the years. Um, there have been many reports of actually smelling rotting flesh um gusts of wind rushing through empty hallways and voices have been heard when people are alone um there have also been sightings of men um men of like the civil war area as well as a young british soldier of revolutionary times um along with the sounds of a woman sobbing on the third floor um oh. and like i said that third floor is the most haunted floor um in that building at the nelson house um the next thing is the Gloucester um at the roswell plantation so few local sites are more famous for ghost story few local sites are more famous for ghost sighting than Gloucester's roswell plantation um this georgian style plantation house was built in 1725 Mm -hmm. so not much uh, later than our early history we were talking about on the banks of york river um and was home um for about a century to the page family who were known for, like, having these giant and lavish parties, Um, even during the Civil War. So they were still doing this in the middle of the Civil War. Um, While the family's tombs were moved to Abaddon Episcopal Church, um, the bodies themselves are actually still buried on the property at Roswell. That's just... That's sad. Yeah, and then this house actually burned to the ground in 1916, um, leaving ruins that draw curious visitors to this day. God. Yes. Um, and according uh, to one of the workers there, um, they say that music, like from a harp accord, harpsichord, um, harp, is still heard playing to this day. And guests have been seen um, descending down invisible stairs um that you know the house burned out so, so from new the house there. yeah so like uh, like it looks like they've been going down the stairs um and then they've also seen boys with lanterns standing where doorways once were um there's also a woman in a red cloak that rushes into the rose garden and oh. you can see her there okay yeah okay so that's over on the plantation and then um the next place is the boxwood inn So the Boxwood Inn is located in the Lee Hall area of Newport News and was built in the late 1800s and was uh, was home to the family of Simon Curtis um, and his wife, Nanny. Over the years, it was used as a hall of records for Warwick County. A general store and a post office. It even hosted officers from Fort Eustis during both world wars. Now it operates as a bread and breakfast. And according to one of the workers, current owners Catherine and Derek Hulick count a total of seven ghosts in the re- in the residence, um, including Nanny and uh, Nanny Curtis herself. So oh. she is one of the ghosts that is said to haunt the inn. Um, and you can actually stay in the inn. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, again, like cool. this area has so much history to it mm-hmm. and has so much going on, including all the wars, revolution, um, like the founding of America. It's yeah crazy. It's
1: insane. Insane. And to think that this is all in one. I mean
0: the triangle the haunted triangle is what they named it. Mm-hmm. So So that uh the haunted triangle. Um also in the Tidewater Plains. Yikes. Um, so also, um, of course, including Nanny herself, um, it said that Nanny will open doors and close them. Um, it, she's also blamed for knocking on doors in the morning. Um, and cause she does not believe in sleeping in. So oh. she's like, get up, get up, you lazy bags. Oh. Um, we're running on 1800s time right now. You don't get to sleep in. What is daylight savings? Doesn't exist. Nope. So, um, it's also said, um, uh, that the owner has her own story to tell, um, Catherine. Um, things like sightings of a beautiful woman wearing a bonnet, random sensations of being cold, and even taps against a glass of wine that she was holding. That's scary. So, maybe I'd it was just terrified. Nanny saying, like, girl, you don't need to be drinking no wine. That's scary. So, maybe. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just a lot of other things going on. But yeah, it's question that Nanny does a lot of it. Yeah, I, I think it's probably just Nanny still looking over her estate. Uh, <laughs> nice. It said that they're never disappointed that things always happen in the dining room. Always when tables are being set, there will be like a fork missing or something that's placed somewhere else.
1: Oh, no. um,
0: it could also be, you know, the slaves or the servants that worked at the house. Uh, maybe they're still trying to help Nash put things room. together, but... You know they don't understand how it works. That is as you can see, Jamestown and Yorktown and that general area of Virginia is very haunted. Yikes! So, and if you know you'd like to
1: look at any of this, you can go to ColonialGhosts.com, dot com, and then they do have the Ambler Family Jamestown, mm-hmm. and then Historic Jamestown dot org.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have the history, and then a lot of these, some of these articles they come from Daily Press. Whoop. So those are the three websites that if you want to look at, into any of this. And find out more because we're not that great at our no jobs. No. <laughs> we're just here to give you the generalized fun. Yeah, if you want to do some more research, do it you damn selves. <laughs> and, right? Yeah. We will try to put these websites onto our stuff so that way it's clickable and easy for you all yeah. to get to.
0: And, of course, uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. And we have a Patreon.
1: we been braw, saying wah, wah, We're going to do
0: it. Just we did to, it. We did it. We got
1: a Polter Pals Patreon. We do. And we do have three lovely levels for all of you to join.
0: Whoop, whoop. We so. have the baby ghost. That's our base level. That's $3 a month. $3. And you get a sticker. Sticker. And a shout out. Shout out. In this little section right here, we'll be like, thank you, Polter Pals.
1: And then we on tier two, you have the teen ghost. Smells like teen spirit ghosts. (gasps) Oh. Oh, we should have said teen spirits. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. You're a teen ghost. You're a teen ghost. So outside of the sticker and the shout outs, You'll get an unedited version of each
0: of our podcasts, and we cut out a lot, so we kind of do. <laughs> so you'll get to, you'll get to hear all the usually it's just nonsense, us being dumb, and it is eating chicken nuggets and drinking coffee and <laughs> yum, <laughs> not knowing how to pronounce words. So nope. if you're interested in that, <laughs> that's definitely what, that's do where that. you find it. <laughs> and then you have the
1: sexy ghost, sexy ghost, tier number three. With that, you will get. On top of all that other stuff, you'll get a lovely, what was it? You get bonus content. Oh, you do get bonus content. Yeah, you get bonus
0: content. You get your unedited version of our episode. You also get a sticker
1: Sticker. and you get a shout out. So the bonus content just kind of looks like if we film anything for any reason, Mm -hmm. this also includes like how we
0: get to this point, what it looks like for the research. Yeah, and uh, we might put, like, our scripts on there so you Mm -hmm. can see, like, our base stuff so if you have any questions. Uh, And, yeah, we're just going to try and open it up to you guys. Um, So just go to patreon.com slash polterpals. That's P-O-L-T-E-R-P-A-L-S. Yeah, and if y'all
1: are interested and like it, please let us know because we are considering opening up a fourth-tier as a haunted hottie so if y'all are yeah. interested in
0: that to be a haunted let hottie. us know
1: but if not please become a sexy ghost because we love all our sexy poultry pals oh yeah including the baby and the teen
0: ghost yeah we it love be you ghost all or a teen ghost or a, a sexy d- ghost who doesn't love a baby ghost yeah and if you guys help support us we can make more episodes and we can go places and maybe we'll be able to get some real life evidence yeah to play right here on the show
1: Ooh. Ooh. Until next time. Bye. Bye. You've
0: been listening to The Poltergals,
1: a Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.